Hello and welcome to Case Reopened, your number one Detective Conan rewatch podcast, mainly because nobody else is dumb enough to go through all 9,000 Conan episodes. I'm your host, Tyler Treese, and joining me, as always, is the lovely uh, Kyle Bradford. It's me. I'm here. We're doing a podcast. Yeah, I was trying to remember the Holes characters, um, but I couldn't remember. Stanley Yelnots or something, and I'm zero. Stanley Yelnots. Yeah. yeah. Yelnots. Yeah, Not so yell. we've been having some recording issues. Last night, we're on day two of trying to record this <laughs> podcast. Maybe even technically three, because it's 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 Friday and my time's in. Um, it's true. But yeah, we, we've been having tech issues. We had a bunch of tech issues the first time where the internet was just not letting us go. And I think we're on our third try uh, recording Fingers these episodes. Crossed. So this will Fingers be it. Crossed. This is the run because I'm not giving any more tries. So even if this is a mess, <laughs> if I have to wind up we'll doing like three-fourths of this solo, it's going to happen. <laughs> Could you imagine? You're just reading off of like the notes for the episode. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good, huh? <laughs> we have not one but two episodes of detective conan to go over tonight and the first one is episode 36 the monday night 7 30 p.m murder case this originally aired on november 4th 1996 and we looked this up november 4th was a monday and accurate we don't know this for sure but we believe that Conan aired at 7.30. It would make sense if... I mean, why else would you use that time? So not only is this episode happening concurrently to those who are watching it, this episode's happening in real time. This is an episode of 24. Yeah, like, even if this isn't true, just believe it with us, because it's way cooler <laughs> yeah, if you think that. Yeah, it, Do not correct out. us. Everything we say is gospel. We are God. Shinichi is Jack Bauer, yep. a.k.a. Solid Snake. What a cool guy. Man, Metal Gear Solid. What a good thing. So, this episode starts with the kids talking about a new episode of Kamen Yaiba, which is an Ultraman-style show. Kyle, why don't you tell me something about Ultraman? <laughs> oh, can I talk about Ultraman? Did you know Ultraman, yesterday, <laughs> shut the hell up, I don't care. Ultraman is getting a movie called Shin Ultraman, worked on by no one else than Hideaki Anno, the guy who made... Shin Godzilla and, of course, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah. Where he gets the time for this, I don't know. Because he's working on 3.0 plus 1.0. That's what I tried to say. What What does that even mean, 3.0 plus 1.0? Well, you got to watch the rebuilds. Apparently. Um, so the, the new episode is airing that night, and Ayumi reveals that she has a dentist appointment because she has to get a baby tooth removed. And the doctor's actually doing it after hours at 6.30 p.m. because she was completely booked. And then, uh, Kyle, I believe you may have a dentist story that you may have told <laughs> two times to the ether. But Third time's the charm. Here we go. So I, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but uh, listen, I, I go to the dentist, as I should, two times a year. Listen, I'm... I'm, I care about my teeth, is what I'm trying to say. And this all started because, you know, when I was 18, uh, I go to the dentist. This is my first time going to the dentist without my mommy. I'm a big boy. I'm wearing my big boy pants. I'm there at the dentist. How old are you now? How old am I now? I'm 26. So Okay, so eight years ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Hard to think about it because 
I don't like time. So you made circle. you made almost you made like sixteen or more dentist trips by yourself. What a that's true. I'm racking them up just like airline adult. miles. Uh, what, okay, so I'm 18, and I'm I'm an anxious little boy, right? Like, I don't have any confidence. And I'm also a little bitch who's just trying to, you know, make everybody happy. So I'm sitting there in the dentist chair, and they're giving me a cleaning. And so the dentist comes around to check my teeth, as one does. And I'm just sort of sitting there. And you know when you're at the dentist, like, you know, saliva slowly fills your mouth. And so they get those little suction tubes, right? Yeah. And they suck all the saliva out. Yeah. They suck it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. And so I'm sitting there. It's slowly building up, and, like, the dentist is not doing anything. And I'm feeling a little bit self-conscious about it. And so I don't know what to do. (laughs) And so eventually uh, the dentist turns to, like, the little nurse assistant lady, whoever helps out. I don't know their qualifications. I don't want to, you know, uh, underrepresent them. But he's like, hey, uh, this guy apparently cannot swallow. So can you give me one of those little vacuum things and drags me right there. And I got like a mouthful of spit and I want to be like, Oh, hold on, hold on. You know, you don't have to be that way about it. I just didn't know what to do, but I just got owned. So yeah, you can't swallow. Yeah. I'm a so. spitter, not a swallower. So you stole my joke. This guy knows. <laughs> it was a good one. I had to. Damn. <laughs> oh boy. But, Jeez. So after so school, I'm afraid of dentists. Conan winds up accompanying Ayumi to the dentist. Did you? So she was like your mom. Conan was like your mom in this scenario. Take her to the Ayumi. dentist. I'm little Ayumi. Just wanted to watch him come and Yaiba. So I guess the the natural question: Ayumi spitter swallow. Oh God! No 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 no! <laughs> so Conan and Ayumi enter the podcast via, off. <laughs> via the back of the building, and they meet a dentist named Sawaki. And uh, she's heard great things about Conan and Koguro and says that they're both great detectives. Conan then offers to wait for Ayumi to be done with her appointment, but the dentist says that it'll be late when they finish, so she'll just drive her home. We then see Ayumi uh, in the waiting room while the dentist prepares, and she finds common Yaiba playing cards. She then puts one in her pocket and then asks for the cartoon character to make her tooth removal an easy process. Did you ever have any good luck charms? Ooh, good luck charms. Like a rabbit's uh, foot. That always seemed really gross counts. to me. That does seem gross. How does that how's that luck work? Like what's the lore behind it? I don't like, really know. How the hell is the rabbit lucky? It's dead. Yeah, it's dead as hell. Did you do you kill the rabbit for the foot, or is it like the foot itself is lucky? You know, like what's what's the relationship there? Hmm. Yeah, a lot to consider there. What do you did you have one? No, I'm not a loser. Oh, well, I won't tell my story then. I okay. Be a loser. Yeah, I had one because I'm, I'm a little bitch. <laughs> what was your good luck charm? I had a little uh, stuffed animal. Aw. I still have it. It's named Buddy, and it's a dog, and it's very cute. Damn, that's a really lame story. Um, Man. Man, I'm leaving. <laughs> Fuck this podcast. <laughs> So, living up to the title of the episode, we then see a man named Nakamoto get stabbed to death at exactly 7.30. Boom. Just like that. Then we fast forward to the next day, and we see the rest of the detective boys talking about the murder, and they reveal that the victim was the boss of a real estate company. The body was found by a security guard and Ayumi's dentist. 
Then Ayumi mentions that the cops visited her last night to ask where they were at 7.30, but she says they finished the procedure and then watched Common Yaiba together. So, looks like the dentist has an alibi. What a sweet lady to watch Common Yaiba with her. Why would you not watch Ultraman with, with a kid? Uh, not with a child. Why? Uh, it, it just seems like, you know, bad. Hmm. Genta Mitsuhiko then gush about the ending of the episode, and then Ayumi throws a little fit because she didn't actually finish it, because she fell asleep afterwards. Turned out that she passed out once after the dental surgery had ended, and then the dentist woke her up, told her the show was on, she then gave her a painkiller, and then she returned the playing card that she had to the deck, and then passed out a few minutes later. So Seems it, pretty important. Yeah, it looks like there's more of a hole in her alibi than one would have thought. Ayumi's a liar. Yeah, that. and then as the episode was ending, Ayumi woke up, and the dentist took her back home. Conan then arrives back, you know, ding, 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 Kyle, we've gotten further than we did on our past two attempts. <laughs> That's true. So congrats, this is it. This congrats is it. to us. Going well. This really is the run. So now we don't have to repeat jokes and stories. For the fourth time. Yeah, I'm really mad you stole my spit and swallowed yet. Because it's like my one good bit. <laughs> I was waiting for I'm it. I'm not going to have another good joke the rest of this episode, and you've all been warned. Ever again. So Conan arrives back at the Mori Detective Agency, and they find Inspector Megary is there. The dentist says that the television is in... Uh, the television in Nakamura's room was loud, and that's why they, uh, her and the guard came over. And then Megary explains the motive, possible motive, because 26 years ago, the victim was arrested for a kidnapping case, and it turns out that the victim was a nine-year-old boy who was the dentist's brother. So they believe that maybe she killed him uh, for revenge there. Damn. So, have you, I think we've done this bit before, have you ever been kidnapped? Uh, you know what? I know you were left in a trunk before. Did I say that? Oh wait, maybe not. You were just left in the you were left in the building overnight. Oh, wait, that's true. But then your mom came back and got you. Yeah, I was scared little boy. I thought I was just gonna get pawned off. Uh, so frankly, I, you know, I would I wouldn't blame him. I don't think I don't think you'd fetch a high price. Probably not. I suck. <laughs> I'm doing a Conan podcast based on a whim. See if you swallowed, you'd you'd probably fetch a higher yeah. price. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They'd be like, look, he's a swallower. Uh, Sawaki says that she didn't know that the victim was the suspect in her brother's murder, and that she has an alibi thanks to Ayumi. Megari then says that there's a 15-minute driving time between the dentist's office and her apartment, so it would take around 50 minutes for her to commit the crime. So it doesn't look like there's any way she could have done it, even with the holes in her... Uh, in her, uh, what do you call it? Alibi. Her alibi? Yeah. yeah. Words, man. <laughs> We're recording later than usual, so I apologize if I'm not all here. I'm not there either. Yeah. I've had three beers. Damn, look at the drunkard I'm here. I'm a cool kid. You're like know? Koguro. That's right, ladies. I, I drink beer. Speaking of cold. Koguro, he takes the case and then everybody visits the dentist to learn more about it. Conan then notices the playing cards that Ayumi talked about. And Kogoro wastes no time, and he immediately accuses Sawaki of being the murderer. I like this scene because we talked about it a couple episodes where 
Kogoro has really good instincts as a detective, but he's always like one like inch off of the actual mark. You can't be the one. Yeah, yeah he says uh, that they actually watched the show at 8 p.m. as it was a taped recording of the show. He also alleges that she gave her sleeping pills rather than painkillers and woke her up 10 minutes later after fast-forwarding to the preview of the next episode and changing the clock. So, it's a pretty solid, you know, guess, but there's obviously no evidence, and they find out that there's no videotapes nearby, and the dentist says that she gave Ayumi a ride home at 8pm and dropped her off at 8.05, so there's not any time for anything like that, and that really closes the door, it seems like, on her being a a suspect, but Conan's still suspicious. Uh, He remembers the dentist forcing him to leave and then deducts that she had discovered the body so the cops had the correct time of death. Just needs the proof to prove she did it. Yeah. What a good kid. He knows that only one truth prevails. Kenan believes that the trick was unique to the location and finds it a construction site nearby. He then finds fresh tire tracks where he believes she parked and then he realizes how it was done. She played around with the locations and the proof is in her room. He then goes to her apartment and asks if she threw away her refrigerator. That was a weird scene where he's like, what'd you do? Yeah. Throw away your little... fridge? <laughs> I, w- I didn't know if, like, is it more standard to have, like, mini fridges and stuff in Japan? Like, what was he getting at? Hey, lady, is your refrigerator running? <laughs> no, I threw it away. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Basically, what Kenan was getting at is that she changed around her whole look to mirror her office. So her home home apartment looked like her office building. And uh, Conan says, "Wait, that that's what the refrigerator bit was about?" Yeah, because she had a fridge, but her office doesn't. Oh God, I hate. So this she so removed much. her fridge. Okay. 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 Why do you hate it? It's a good trick. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not Conan, saying that it's not. <laughs> Kenan then reveals the trick. So she made Ayumi sleep by using anesthetic, drove her to her apartment around 7.05, parked at the construction site at 7.20, and committed the murder 10 minutes later. She then turned the volume up on the victim's TV and then returned to Ayumi. She let her watch the beginning of Yaba, then gave her a sleeping pill, and drove her back to the office, and then took her home at 8 o'clock, like she said previously. So, like, boom. Yeah, like this dentist man, she's good at killing more than uh, more yeah, than probably about dental. It a little too much, you know. Maybe she's gotten away with this before. Uh, Sawaki says that his theory is interesting, but that he has no evidence. However, Conan says there's evidence inside the playing cards, as Ayumi placed an extra card there, so it will have two Ace of Hearts in it. Uh, Conan then gives her a chance to basically kill him, which is really weird. He's like, "Hey, nobody knows that I came here." <laughs> That part was great. <laughs> just a little boy like, hey, you could kill me right now. If you yeah, want. <laughs> he's just way overconfident. And then her hands are like reaching out like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. Yeah, we get this really dramatic scene where it looks like she's going to attack Conan, but instead she walks past him and then opens up the blinds. And then she admits defeat. And then uh, as a child, she had seen Nakamoto kidnap her brother, and she just had to get revenge for him. And she says... If only someone like you were in the police force or forensics, everything would have been all right. So there's a, a sad ending. Did you feel remorse for this lady? No, no I did not. <laughs> they do a thing in this episode 
that like they often don't do where they just like don't really focus on her backstory much right like, there's no flashback there's no like you know they don't really try to make you sympathize what do you think of the overall mystery i thought it was kind of cool because we kind of knew the the culprit the whole time um mm-hmm. but just trying to figure out the trick they used and like swapping locations is something we haven't seen before so that was pretty unique it's true um that felt like the only part of the episode that was like trying to be engaging really like there wasn't any character stuff there wasn't much to really figure out it was just like a how did she do it and it was like a in a different way so i don't know i i, I was pretty bummed by this episode to be you got you honest. got to you got to see a little glimpses of the detective boys you got to see ayumi was sleeping she was sleeping and then that made me want to sleep on the episode Damn. Uh, after the ending song, we see Kegura reading the paper. He's very confused as to why Sawaki turned herself in the cops as there wasn't any evidence. Kony then suggests that she wanted to be caught from the start, and that's why she used Ayumi as her alibi. Do you think she wanted to be caught? Uh, am I confusing the next episode? Uh, no, I'm not. Okay, so like in the in the last little bit, there's like a glimpse of... Um, that lady who committed the murder, but as a little girl, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that felt pretty sincere. It's like the show was. She was re- kind of remembered her of her nine-year-old brother that had passed away. Right, right, right. Yeah, because that's when she was good and pure. Yeah. So, what didn't you like about this episode? It seems you're pretty mad on it. Just the case, you know. The case seemed pretty lame. Uh, it's a dentist, and she just, you know. Her alibi was confusing. Well, I think you know, it but... just proves that female dentists are not to be trusted. And that's why we should Drug only you. visit male dentists. No, you just can't, just don't mess with a little girl who wants to be a dentist one day. True. You know? Don't touch her don't touch her family. We get the next Conan's hint, it's portrait. And then we get we get a little overdub that goes this next episode's a bit sad. I love that. <laughs> I love that bit. <laughs> this one's not so fun. It's just a little sad, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, would you? Do you think this writ was episode was written by that hack Gosho Oyama, or do you think it's an anime original? I'm a guess it's an anime original. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And then we move on to the case that's sad, which I'm interested to hear from you. Hopefully you enjoyed this more. Uh, it was episode 37, the Cactus Flower murder case. And this aired November 11th, 1996. And, uh, yeah, were you prepared to be sad? Mm, I didn't believe it. I didn't know how sad it would get. What do you think the saddest Conan episode is? Would you would you say it's like Kegro's, um... Like reunion that, episode or Moonlight Sonata. I think Moonlight Sonata. Yeah, that one was pretty sad. I don't know if. Yeah, know, that's a good question because, like, I I don't know if I would ever call Conan sad per se. You know, like, they're sad stories, but it's always more, more a little solemn. You know, introspective. Conan makes you think. You know. It's a thinking man's anime, yeah. That's right, yeah. The Smart Weebs show. 
The the episode begins with a woman named Noriko arriving at the Mori Detective Agency, and she asks him to find a man named Kitagawa Suyoshi. She says that she met him on vacation, and that she fell for him, and she wants to see him again. How romantic, huh? Got those hots for him. Yeah, have you ever met somebody, and it didn't really click right away, but then a few months later, you were like, I just gotta see her. Never in a million years would that ever happen. <laughs> Kenan's not really bothered by this at first, but uh, then he notices that she's fidgeting and she seems nervous. As for information on the guy she's looking for, she has a drawing of him and his license plate number. Kagura then mentions how easy of a case that will be, and Kenan suggests that she might not be looking for him for the reason that she claims. Uh, Kenan says that the portrait portraits are meant to show the draws, uh, the artist's true feelings, and that he looked very angry in the photo. Kogoro dismisses it, and uh, Ron tells Conan not to butt into her father's work. Damn, cold, Ron. Do you believe that portraits are meant to show the artist's feelings? You know, I believe that not anything in this world is objective. Everything is subjective to an extent. Conan's on to something here. So, like, when Da Vinci drew the uh, the Mona Lisa... What was he projecting onto her? I think pretty clearly you can see Da Vinci uh, was horny. I thought he was gay. Doesn't mean you can't be horny. For a woman? Not for her. You can project that onto the lady. He just had a horny energy. Yeah, horny energy. That's the Mona Lisa for you. Conan then notices a handkerchief on the ground... And he realizes that Noriko must have dropped it. He then goes outside and goes to the woman's address. Uh, he tracks her down and she thanks Conan for retrieving her handkerchief. And then he asks about her job. She says she was in the trade business but is no longer employed since she got sick. She's just starting to recover now. Conan then lo- notices a lamp oil in the house. Pepper spray and a photo <laughs> of a mandated May 19th. <laughs> Might as well just put, like, murder in big red letters. No, no. Put it on the calendar. Circle it. Uh, she, says the that the, <laughs> <laughs> she says that the man was her boyfriend, but that he dumped her. Damn. That sucked to be her. Uh, Conan doesn't really find anything else out, so he just leaves. And then uh, it fast forwards one week later, and this had to feel like a bait and switch for, for you cow because we get this scene with the detective boys and they're all excited they're going to the aquarium when you saw the scene where you're like oh shit are we gonna have detective boy hijinks at the aquarium yeah i thought we were gonna have the detective boys run across that lady but unfortunately (laughs) the train stops and then conan notices noriko and he just bells on his friends yeah fuck that you know the show should have stayed with the detective boys let Conan go run off. I will say we will visit that aquarium in future episodes. <laughs> Are we really? Like yeah. it's a tease? <laughs> like make sure you remember. They go to the aquarium, yeah. Um, the woman is holding flowers and she looks sad. Uh, Conan follows her. Like he gets on a bus and shit to follow her. It's really funny how she doesn't know. He notice. goes through so many fucking hoops just to like see this lady. You know? He, he got that handkerchief, which who goes across town for to give someone a handkerchief only a guy that was horny would do that true true you're either horny or you're you really want clues 
Listen, Shinichi's in there. He's 18. Oh, man. The South Park episode with the Hardy Boys, where they're like, oh, I've got a raging clue. Oh, God. It's really good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, I just clued <laughs> so hard. I think I'm, I think I'm feeling a clue over here. You know what's a good show? The Venture Brothers. That is a good show, too. Yeah. Like Brock. Stay tuned. Brock Venture Samson. Brothers reopened. Let's, let's finish Detective Cannon before we... <laughs> yeah, we'll never get through this show. Um, he travels her to the grave and she meets with a man named Psyche there. Psyche? Psyche? How, how do we say this name? Psyche? 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 Right. Korean, not Japanese. They talk about how it has been six months uh, since she was in rehab... And he asks her out for coffee and then offers to drive her home, but she declines them both times. I was feeling for my man. That was rough. Trying. He's okay. like, hey, want to get out for some coffee, babe? And she's like, nope. And he's like, uh, I can drive you home. Nope. And he's like, oh. no, uh, that's okay. Uh, I have to go. Yeah, you can tell he was just like heartbroken because Conan then goes up to him and he starts asking him all these personal questions. And this guy just starts blurting out all this information to this little kid. Yeah, like, like damn because like mister knew- whose grave is that <laughs> uh, he reveals that the man was actually her fiance named yamaguchi that died in a car accident that happened in june he crashed into a cliff face after a guy in a red sports car started trailing them and driving aggressively she was damn. also injured in the accident and then we, we get to see the scene where she was hospital where like the, this big car explosion happened it was very dramatic yeah for real it was a it was a great flashback sequence. And then there was a scene where the police are asking if she knew it, knew the guy's face or license number, and it, right before then she uh, they say like yeah we probably can't prosecute this guy, and so after she hears that, she's like nope I don't remember any of that. So from that moment on she knew she was gonna kill this dude at some point. Baller. Yeah, and uh, we find out that like. She worked super hard in rehab and finished it in like one and a half months instead of three. Or sorry, it was three months instead of six. So like, she was a That's woman. Sick. She yeah, rules. dude. If a woman wants revenge, you can't stop them. Hell yeah. So don't don't cross women because they'll become a dentist or a trades broker <laughs> and they'll kill your ass. Conan then asked Psyche to take him to Narika's place right away. And then Conan hurts his head on a sharp object in the car. And Psyche explains that it's a Shikoba cactus needle. As he took some to a friend's place, they used to be Yamaguchi's, but Psyche received them when he died. Do you have any cactuses? Cacti? Um, Kyle? I got bamboo. I got cacti, but I got bamboo. Do you have to water it? What do you do with bamboo? Yeah, yeah, you just water it. It's a little, it's it. a little tree. Yeah, it's really tiny. You gotta oh. trim it up. It's pretty weird when you watch it grow. Why don't you, like, grow something that, like, a plant, like, so you can get vegetables or something? Like, little tomatoes. Uh, I suck at that, so. Oh. Yeah, I would just fuck it up. (laughs) I don't like tomatoes. You know, I I was talking to somebody from the city, and they couldn't relate to this, uh, to me. Um, So, it's it's summertime, Cal. It is. That's a fact. You you're, you're 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 kind of in the sticks, aren't you? Uh, yeah. All right. So, our motherfuckers popping off and eating corn. Hell yeah. 
yeah. Corn's big in Missouri. <laughs> yeah, so like, I've been ha- I've been eating so much corn because like, my my, <laughs> literally like if you go to my backyard and I like turn to my neighbor's house, his backyard yeah. is just a cornfield. <laughs> Damn, you got like stalks right there. Yeah, he gave us a bunch of corn for free. What? Yeah, that's that's dope actually. Yeah, I he like always, eating it. He like always that. gives us some corn each year. Um, but yeah, like, you know, it's exciting, man. Like, all the rednecks have their, like, corn stands and shit where you can buy <laughs> corn on the red. There's one dude, he just had it I, because I bought some corn off him. Um, there was nobody manning the stand. He just had a Folgers, like, coffee bin. And then, like, a part of the lid was cut for you Damn, to put really money in it. There. But, like, yeah. it was so easy to steal. Because, <laughs> first off, like, not even just steal the corn because nobody's attending it but you could just steal all the money there but i how big I, is your town it's very small okay that's like a there's a couple of towns near me where like shit like that will happen but i live in like a college town so there's like people here <laughs> yeah people it, steal that <laughs> yeah I, I love how trusting people are out here but uh yeah i've been eating corn corn's very good shout out to corn corn rules Hell yeah. yeah i was talking to my friend from new york city and he's like Man, you all eating? Why are you eating corn? I'm like, it's the season, man. Why are you eating corn? Yeah. Who doesn't eat corn? Apparently, New Yorkers. Fuck off, New York. Coastal elites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is why we got to talk about the out of touch media. That's New right. York City, Los Angeles. These people can't relate to the common man eating corn in August. <laughs> fuck off, Anderson Cooper. Yeah, fuck the coast. Um, Psyche then tells Conan that he's a doctor. Oh, wait, why do you want to this part? <laughs> I got distracted about corn. Yeah, I corn. apologize. Uh, Conan asks to stop at his house first, and then they arrive at Noriko's place. Conan calls home, and Mori tells him that they already found the man and told her the location of him. Conan then asks for their address, and he's like, Mori's like, Why? Why would I give that to you? And he's like, Somebody's gonna die if you don't. Man, what would you do if a kid told you that? Like, would you believe him? I guess Cannon's more mature and he's proven his worth. Uh, yeah, so I'd true. believe him, but normally I'd be like, what? Explain yourself. Sure. Um, <laughs> and yeah, then, I guess Kogoro owes him his whole career. This was probably my favorite sequence in the whole show. We hit this musical fucking flashback. Right. With this dramatic music's playing, and we, we see Noriko driving to the location, and then we... We see like her whole life story unfold. We get to see her and Yamaguchi meeting at work, falling in love, getting engaged. And then she remembers the very scene of the crime where Tsuyoshi and his girlfriend were mocking them in their car. And he's like, and they flip him, flipping them off. And then she remembers the fucking, all the shit happening. And she's just so ready to kill this dude. Um, and then Conan asks uh, if Yamaguchi died instantly. But then he learns that the cause of the death was fire. That started after the car ignited, and that's when Conan puts it together that it wasn't lamp oil, but rather gasoline at her place, and she's going to burn some shit. This chick rules, right? Yes, 100%. She owns. God, could you imagine someone doing this for you? (laughs) Yeah, that's like... I was was on the dating apps, Kyle, and this this chick had uh, a uh, Great Gatsby shirt. Which is weird, right? That's weird. Definitely. Why would you Wait, have a what? Great... What kind of Greg Gatsby shirt are we talking about? Like the book cover with like the green eyes, or like is it like Leo? 
I think it was just like text that said the Great Gatsby, <laughs> which is even trying weirder. Trying to flex, right? trying to like do a flex, like look, it's like I read yeah, books. I read. <laughs> you may not know, I read. Um, and so, did you know that? Um, so the dude that wrote that, the homie uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Did you know that his yeah. wife was like totally nuts? Yeah, Zelda. Her name was Zelda. Yeah, yeah. So like he was talking to this chick at a party once. And then she got so jealous that she threw herself down uh, like a flight of stairs to get back Listen, at him. Yeah, what else are you going to do? That's yeah, <laughs> like, isn't that the type of love you want? Hell yeah. Yeah, I want a woman to... That's what I messaged. I messaged the girl and I'm like... I, I, <laughs> I was like, is that the type of love you want? <laughs> What'd they say? That you th- they didn't reply to me. Oh, damn. Yeah. An instant block. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't think I'm getting the match there. Damn, but, uh, I'm okay with that. She's um, not a real fan, then, you know. Yeah. Are you still a fan when the shit hits the fan? Uh, Noriko appears in front of the man and his girlfriend at the rooftop, and they're they're making this fucking sculpture, and they both look like, like the biggest douchebags. Like, they were like just sticking sticks into this fucking sculpture. It was like some avant garde like bullshit. It's like a cone. Yeah, they were like, see you. They probably own fucking Great Gatsby (laughs) t-shirts. Like, that's the type of, like, artistic bullshit where, like, they don't actually understand art, but they want to appear artistic because they think that's cool. So they're into the arts, but they don't actually understand anything of it. Yeah, I wear a Great Gatsby t-shirt. Oh, and they're listening to music. They're, like, jamming out. Yeah, because we gotta get the good vibes while we create the sculpture because it comes from within, you know. We don't we don't know what we're working on until it's done, you know? We just we go with the flow, man. We need that spiritual energy. Yeah, they fucking suck. So she just pepper sprays both of them like a total badass. <laughs> it's hilarious, dude. <laughs> and then she says that they'll experience the same pain her fiance felt. She then starts to spread the gasoline and is about to light it when Kokoro and Taiki uh, tell her not to do anything stupid. I think it's Psyche, isn't it? I think I had a typo there. Psyche? Yeah, Psyche. Psyche. Yeah. Who knows, man? They tell her not to do anything stupid, and she's like, eh, I'm still going to light these motherfuckers. <laughs> she's like, life's meaningless without my fiancé. And then Conan arrives, this motherfucker, late, late to the party because he's wearing, he's fucking carrying eight different cactuses. One on his head. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's like, hey, aren't these pretty? (laughs) And that's what saves the day. Yeah, he he explains that the the flowers go overseas in winter, and they provide a great Christmas present. That's why they're called the Christmas Cactus. And uh, Narika is reminded of her late fiancé, and she stops her attack. And Sayaki says that while Yamaguchi is dead, he lives on in each of these flowers. Sayaki sucks. I hate him. <laughs> this sucks so much. And then she, she holds a cactus and starts to cry. <laughs> this was so dramatic. Oh. I was so into this episode until this happened. <laughs> let's, break, let's break down this scene. So, <laughs> Sayaki. He clearly wants to fuck, right? Absolutely, yeah. So he's like, yeah, he lives on in these flowers and he wants you to move on, you know? 
<laughs> he told me he wants you to be happy. Do you think Narika should have burned the fuckers? Yes. Yeah, they <laughs> suck. Those those people suck so hard. Like, yeah. I remember uh, whenever it does the flashback sequence, which is great, by the way. I loved it. And, like, there's that moment where they're in the car and they're just, you know, like, making faces at her fiancé, which I don't really understand why he crashed. You know, it doesn't seem... Maybe he should calm down. Yeah, he's a shitty he's, driver. Yeah, like, maybe maybe it wasn't really their fault. The police were right where they were like, yeah, we can't really p- press charges because he was speeding and being a dipshit, too. Yeah, maybe, you know, Noriko is actually the one that's wrong here. But, you know what, I'm... Fuck it. You know, I'm all in on Noriko. She's she's a true queen. and uh... She's the type of girl you'd find on mugshot bays, and you're like... <laughs> I'd be willing to deal with that type of crazy. Especially when it's, you know, for her dead fiance. Man, that used to be the best account. And there ah, oh, dude, there was the hottest Latina chick and <laughs> she bit off this dude's dick. And I'd be willing to I'd take the risk, is what I'm saying. That's intense. Yeah, she, she was fine though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sadly the count the account's not 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 around anymore. So R.I.P. Mugshot Bays, just like Mom bought. Down or was it like a? No, I think it was suspended, which is stupid because like, um, like mugshots are like public. in the public domain. It's yeah. not like people were getting doxxed or anything. Sure. Um, who else? Yeah, Mom bought got suspended this week, so that's really funny. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> God. Um, Twitter. What a place. I there's this one like. I can't believe they're still, like, pro-Gamergate. Like, you'd think that shit would have dried up by now. But he was like... Because <laughs> I, I, I just searched Mombot into, like, Twitter just to see what, like, the discourse was going on because I hate myself. And the one guy was like, Mombot, if you see this, please drop me a line. And then he was like, Holy give me a shit. <laughs> Drop me a line. <laughs> Let me know you're all right. He probably, he probably thinks he's going to hook up with this, like... What? She was like, I don't know. We don't... She was probably pretending to be like a forty-year-old Japanese mom or something, but whatever. I'd imagine. Um, <laughs> yeah, shout out the mom bot. <laughs> <laughs> After the ending credits, man, what if mom? Okay, let's let's reimagine this ending scene. If mom bot was Noriko. <laughs> yeah, mom bot's Noriko, and instead of like tweeting about. Stupid video game. She was ready to murder a motherfucker. Wouldn't Mombot be cold then? Uh, if Mombot's Mom entire Bot... personality changed, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say she Mom might be Bot all right. would get cooler, and Narika would get way less cool, though. You know, there's a trade-off there. After the ending credits, we get a great little scene with the detective boys. They're talking about their aquarium ex- aquarium experience. Have you ever been to aquarium? Let's talk about that. <laughs> when I went to like. Uh, Nashville for like a family vacation. I went to one. I went to Can't the one. Tell you anything in, about it? I went to the huh? one in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. So, was it big? It was pretty decently sized. It was nice. Um, dude, fucking sea otters, man. They're so cute, and they're like Fuck, they're, yeah. they're constantly playing with each other. Like they have, like get, they get like little balls and shit. They're so cute. Love. Them. They really are just like sea dogs because like they're Absolutely. all playing and you see, they oh, you bark see too i saw a sea otter that like this aquarium uses to adopt like a, uh, I i guess orphaned sea otters sea otter pups 
And so you need to like throw them into a, a pool with each other every once in a while to like get them to bond. And it's the fucking cutest thing because like little mama otters put their babies on their Aww. bellies and just float around and cuddle them. And she's doing this with the little adopted otter. Oh man, Aww, that's sweet. So good. So everybody was feeding dolphins, but Ginta, being a fucking fat ass, <laughs> slipped over and fell into the water. And then they oh, I love they show a great picture of the scene. Do you think Genta doesn't like it when they pick on him? He know okay. So when you're like fat like that, <laughs> you know you you got to be the funny guy. Like Chris Farley was popular around this time, so Genta. That's not true. No, he did drug overdose. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what happened. He's just like doing a lot of coke, which I respect. Would you uh-huh. do coke if you were fat? See that rules. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing cooler than being a coked up fat guy cause you just sure. know cause your heart's already doing overtime like, so, like dealing with not? your fat ass and so you're like fuck it let's play the odds <laughs> but yeah this is but a really funny to way to end the, end the episode after like a pretty dramatic and shall we say even sad ending yeah the detective boys rounded out so what what do you think overall about this episode? I it Much seems like you had a little issue with the cactus ending. Oh but. yeah, that part sucked. But like the episode as a whole, I thought was really good. Uh, I thought that uh, it does a really good job of like leaning into the uh, Noriko character. Like they really just try to spend some time of like fleshing her out and giving you like yeah. I think that little musical section, the montage, really sold it. Yeah, it felt so different. Like I don't think the show's done that before. Yeah, that was definitely a first. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, you can see where she's coming from because you get to like sort of see the trauma that she's experienced firsthand, and she just sees her fiance blow up. So <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you live it with her. You're, you're there, and you're like, "Yeah, damn, Noriko, go get it." And uh, I, I absolutely hate it that some fucking cactuses are the thing that pulls her away. <laughs> what well, was the cactuses that are the love of her life took care of? What's going to happen when those cactuses are, like, dead? Those things don't live forever. Well, You then can't just, like, marry a cactus. That's when she'll have to move on and settle for uh, Sayaki. <laughs> Is that the long game? He's like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we get I the like... next Conan's hint for the next episode, and it's oh, left-handed. Should have known. Can't trust him. Yeah, I can't wait to see what left-handed woman killed somebody. <laughs> Yeah, two back-to-back female murderers. Yeah, dude, you can't trust these hoes. Pretty wild. Damn. Although, to be fair, they both had good reason for killing these people. Yeah, for fucked up, to though, that Noriko doesn't get to kill the dude, but the other lady does. Yeah, the shitty dentist. Shit's unfair. The patriarchy's real. So, did you think this was an anime original or a manga case? Uh, I'll go manga. This was an anime original. Damn. Props. So, so yeah, what, was, what's the fucking point, though, of having an anime original when you got so much damn content to go through? Well, it wasn't like that back in the day. Because remember, right. we're in 1996. <laughs> Conan was just a few volumes at this point. It wasn't I was like about to say, was... how long has the manga been going? Uh, I can find this Did out. Did it pop off like, like when that shit launched was... Were the kids buying it real quick? 
Let me and find they got out. Those, that sweet anime deal. So the manga started in 1994. So it was just... So two years. Yeah, so they they had like a decent head start, but it wasn't huge or anything. Sure. And, and if it wasn't such a huge success, I really doubt it would have been this show that ran like all year round. It probably would have like stopped at a point and, you know, have typical sure. seasons like everything else does. Sure. Damn. Gosho Oyama. Oyomo? Oyama? Oyama. Oyama. I believe. Can't even write a good episode. Gotta yeah. have anime original. Wikipedia thing. says in Japanese anime television ranking, case closed episodes ranked in the top six on a weekly basis. I have no clue what that means, but uh, I assume it's good. Top six? Yeah. What's number one? I don't know. Is it fucking... Dragon Ball. Probably. <laughs> Where's Gundam at? I will say, I the longest running anime. So I looked this up the other day. Cause I, oh, I saw this too. There's shit that we should be glad that we're just doing Conan. Because there's some <laughs> shows that are a lot. So Conan has 945 episodes. Yeah, quite let a lot. Tell, let me tell you what's over 1,000. We've right. got Crayon Shin-Chan, which I'd be down to watch because that shit's Shin-chan hilarious. Shin-Chan rules. Shin-Chan rules. Uh, there's some show called... Seki Manashiri Ryoko. I don't know what that is about. That was in the 70s. Doraemon has over a thousand. And that only started in 2005. So that's crazy how many episodes they've cranked up. Uh, then let's go. Let's move on up here a bit. Uh, with 1,565, we have Kirin no Manashiri Yakata. Uh, oh, the original Doraemon. Has 1,787. Right, Doraemon. So That's if you like put them... dog guy, right? Yeah, if you put them two, those two together, they have like 2,800. Which is how? crazy. How? Are these shows... Like, how young do these demos skew? Well, I'll tell you about the... Well, I know Doraemon's for younger kids. Uh, then we have Nintama Rontaro, which is uh, about kids attending school, it looks like. Uh, a ninja school. So oh, that sweet. has Naruto. 2,113 episodes. Love it. That's been airing since 1993. So it's three years on Conan and a whole lot more episodes. Damn. Good job, so Naruto. I wonder if doing like two a week or something. That's just a crazy amount. When did Sasuke show up in this show? Uh, <laughs> geez, crazy. It's a comedic ninja anime. And then number one with 7,000. 542 episodes. It's Sazai-san, which is a, like, small kids show. So when did that show start? 1946. Oh, wait, that's the volume. Let me see. Uh, 1969. 1969. Nice. 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 So thank God we're not doing a Sazai-san. Although, actually, the episodes are only seven minutes long, so I kind of be okay with that. Oh, damn. As far as, like, yeah. actual, like, show-length stuff, the longest one is Manga Nippon Mukashi Banashi, with 1,488 episodes. Um, I don't know what the fuck that's about. What is anime, even? Yeah, I've never seen it. an anime. What is anime? Good question. <laughs> I think they call it Japanimation. Japanimation. I believe that's the name. Oh, you mean those cartoons? Yeah. But uh, next week we have three episodes again we'll be going over. So it's a action-packed episode. 
Um, we have a two-parter. And we have, yeah, we have a one-parter that will deal with the devilish left-handed person. That is the Akaoni Village Fire Festival murder case. Jesus Christ, these names are getting intense. <laughs> and then we have a two-parter, which is the Wealthy Daughter murder case. Wealthy Daughter. Are you ready for, like, a Kardashian to get killed? I was about to ask, is it the rich girl who gets killed, or does she... I assume so, but we'll find out. Oh, boy. Eat the rich, is what I say. A lot to look forward to. And uh, you can also find us on Twitter, everybody's favorite social media. And we're not suspended like MomBot, because we're not, Not like, douchebags. We're cool. We're cool people. Uh, you can follow the show at case underscore reopened. I'm at Tyler Trees and Kyle. Why don't you give your digits out? Just give your phone uh, number. Uh, I won't do that, but uh, you can uh, follow me at Spirit and Soul S E O U L, just like the city. Yeah. Did you, do you have travel tips if you go to Seoul? Oh, do I got some fucking travel tips? Okay, here's the thing. You got to go to Itaewon for sure. So this is like one of the one of the biggest places for uh, global cuisine in Korea. Uh, I would say that maybe there's some clubs here as well, but like nightlife so, is. Sorry, this is um, gonna seem bad for me asking, but I gotta ask: Do they yeah. actually eat like cats there? Uh, yeah, there's like dog markets and dog markets and stuff, but like it's not it's not a modern thing. People like look down upon it. It's usually a lower income communities uh farm towns that are like I more see. conservative and like the dog towns to not the dog towns like if they do that the dogs there are pretty like they're bred pretty shitty right because they're just trying to eat them so it's Aww. it's like there's a difference between a dairy cow and like a meat cow right so like there's a difference between like a pet dog and like a dog you'd eat <laughs> it all sucks is what i'm trying to say these poor dogs uh, Myeongdong, go to Myeongdong. That place rules too. Lots of good shops. But can there. you get dog there? <laughs> that I don't know. <laughs> I'm just asking the questions the audience wants to hear. Oh yeah, you're you're uh, you're good you're a good journalist. Yeah, yeah. I get somebody has to hold the Koreans accountable for the their war crimes. <laughs> war crimes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that'll do it for this episode. We'll be back three episodes next week, um, and we won't be as tired because hopefully we can just record in one go and it won't take three days. Please. Um, (laughs) Please. All right, that'll do it. Bye. See ya.